Hey everyone, I'm Ashes. And I'm Will. And, and this, this is, is Ashes, Ashes and Will Do Disney. Each week, one of us will tell the other the history, facts, and stories behind the rides and attractions of Disney that have made special memories for generations. Keep in mind that Ashes and Will Do Disney is not affiliated with or employed by the Walt Disney Company, and our views and opinions do not reflect theirs. Now it's time to sit back, relax, and put on your ears, because it's time for Ashes and Will Do Disney. Well, hello, everybody. Back again for another mini episode as Ashes is actually getting ready to go on her trip to Disneyland about a month after I went on mine. I'm excited for a couple reasons for her. Uh, one, want her to go ride the rides that I rode that we've never done before so I can see what she thinks about them, like Rise of the Resistance and Web Slingers. But also, I know she is planning on using Genie Plus while she is there, and I want to hear all about that. So I can talk about it on here so we have an actual perspective of someone who's used it to see how it all goes. We know it's kind of a hot-button topic right now. Some people are all for it, us being a couple of them because we see the convenience in paying for it. Others very much against it because it's essentially buying a fast pass when that used to be free. So very interested to see how someone actually using it feels about it because I saw it in use while I was there but didn't use it and didn't feel like it affected my wait time in line negatively and I just want to get that perspective out to you guys as far as what it looks like in in actual practice and use but lots of big Disney news going on this week which is what I'll be talking about for this episode uh, just a real quick I guess, disclaimer, semi-controversial issue that's going on right now, and this episode I will not be giving any opinions on what's happening, but do think it's newsworthy enough and definitely interesting enough to talk about. The hottest story for Disney right now is the ongoing turmoil between Disney CEO Bob Chapek and Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. We won't get too far into the details of why there's an issue between the two, But the most recent development in the saga is the legislation that passed to dissolve the Reedy Creek Improvement District in Florida. So what is the Reedy Creek Improvement District, and what does its repeal mean? Let's talk a little bit more about what is essentially Disney's own private city. With Disneyland being so successful in California, Walt Disney started to make plans for a new project on the East Coast. He wasn't a fan of the businesses that had started to pop up around Disneyland Park, And, as such, he wanted to have more control over the land surrounding what would be a much bigger project in Disney World. In November of 1963, Walt Disney visited a site in Orlando, as well as several others. With the well-developed road system in Florida, he picked a centralized area near Bay Lake. He started to buy up land in the area for a cheap price under several different shell companies. These different land purchases would eventually become the Reedy Creek Improvement District. And these shell company names are actually listed on the upper stories of Main Street building windows. In March of 1966, all of these companies that own the land and were officially subsidiaries of the Walt Disney Company petitioned the courts to create the Reedy Creek Drainage District. The Drainage District was incorporated in May of 1966 as a public corporation. 
and one of the powers of the district was the right to condemn and acquire property outside of its boundaries for public use. But why go to the trouble of taking all of this land to make a separate district? Walt knew that having his own district would make it easier to get Disney World going if he had more independence from the state. One of Walt's biggest ideas for Florida, as we know, was Epcot. Obviously, this park is not quite what Walt had envisioned, because Walt Disney did not just see Epcot as a theme park, but had wanted it to be an actual functioning city with an area to showcase new ideas for the future and urban living. This led to the next step to petition for the Reedy Creek Improvement District, which would give the Walt Disney Company autonomy within its boundaries. Services such as land use regulation and planning, building codes, surface water control, drainage, waste treatment, utilities, roads, bridges, fire protection, emergency medical service, and environmental services would be overseen by the district. In essence, Walt Disney had made his own city that the Walt Disney Company would be responsible for financially. In May of 1967, Claude Kirk Jr., the governor of Florida at the time, signed the Reedy Creek Improvement Act. In February of 1967, then-Disney Vice President Don Tatum stated that the district and its cities were created to serve the needs of those residing there. But after Walt Disney had died in 1966, the board of the Walt Disney Company decided they didn't actually want to be in the business of running an entire city, and they let go of a lot of the ideas Walt originally had for Epcot. For example, they abandoned the idea of building residential housing in the district. As such, Disney has actually been criticized over the years for maintaining control of a district that didn't make a community. For example, in January 1990, Reedy Creek was granted $57 million in tax-free bonds for low-income housing development. The move was criticized and a lawsuit was even filed to stop Reedy Creek from using those funds. One state legislator even moved to limit Reedy Creek's abilities to apply for such funding. Obviously, the criticisms of the district have come to a head in very recent history. In late March of this year, Florida State Representative Spencer Roach tweeted that Florida legislators had been meeting to discuss repealing the Reedy Creek Improvement Act, which would take away Disney's quote-unquote special privileges in the state. Roach and Governor Ron DeSantis have publicly criticized for its again quote-unquote special perks that it has received through having the district. Although Roach has noted that there have been attempts to repeal the act in the past, with the timing of everything, many believe that this is in retaliation to the Walt Disney Company making a statement of disapproval to the Parental Rights and Education Act in Florida. On April 20th, Florida Senate passed a bill that would remove the special taxing district. The bill, however, does not specifically target Reedy Creek, but rather any independent special district in Florida that was established prior to November 5, 1968, being dissolved by June 1st of 2023 if it was passed into law. Obviously, Reedy Creek is the biggest name on this list. On April 21st, the bill was passed by the Florida House. The following day, DeSantis signed the bill into law, putting Reedy Creek on the chopping block in June of 2023. With the bill being passed into law within a matter of a couple days, this raises many questions of what the repercussions could be. The biggest one being the impact of those residing in Orange County and Osceola County. 
Why would there be concern for those residents specifically? Well, that centers around the debt of the Walt Disney Company, which is reported to be around $2 billion in the district. With Disney being responsible for all of the finances of Reedy Creek, its dissolution could potentially put the tax burden onto local taxpayers, as the state of Florida would assume that debt. In addition, the local governments could have to assume the responsibility of Reedy Creek's infrastructure. Remember, the Walt Disney Company was responsible for all of the infrastructure. Any special tax treatment in the district was generally seen as the trade-off for Reedy Creek not being a burden to the state. Since there are caps on how much property tax local governments can collect from the Walt Disney Company, there could be shortfalls with having to take on the task of managing Disney's roads, garbage, public safety, and wastewater. And supposedly, the legislature never commissioned a study to analyze the effect on taxpayers or the central economy of Florida. Now, the Walt Disney Company has actually been fairly quiet about the announcement. One belief is, even though many see it as a punishment for speaking out against the Parental Rights and Education Act, Disney does stand to benefit from the dissolution of Reedy Creek. Although they would lose some of their financial independence, and it could take longer in terms of building and expanding because they have to now pull permits like everybody else, the cancellation of a $2 billion debt could be appealing. How this all plays out will be interesting. Disney could fight it, but that would most likely mean large legal bills for the company and the state of Florida. Or they could take it to the table to negotiate a new deal for the district that would limit some of Disney's previous autonomy and reestablish the district. Either way, there is more than a year until the dissolution of Reedy Creek Improvement District goes into effect, and we'll be keeping an eye on how this all plays out. That's what I've got for this week. That is just the quick overview of what's going on right now, one of the biggest stories to hit Disney right now. Like I said, I'm not going to go too much into my thoughts and opinions on this, more so just wanted to give a little bit more behind the scenes of what Reedy Creek District is, what this could mean with its dissolution, things of that nature. But once again, I do appreciate you listening. Hope you all are having a great week so far. And looking forward to Ashes getting back from Disneyland so I can hear all about her trip, talk about that, and talk a little bit more about Genie Plus. And we'll see you real soon. That's it for this week's episode of Ashes and Will Do Disney. Don't forget we need your mouse tails. If you have a funny, weird, exciting, or just a favorite Disney memory, send it to Disney at gmail.com so we can read them on the show. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Ashes and Will Do Disney. This is a public group to follow. We're also on YouTube at Ashes and Will Do Disney. Please subscribe, rate, and review wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thank you so much for listening and have a magical day. 